Hello, this is Bill Koenig at the Spy Command. Today, I'm. Uh, this is a revamped version of something I originally wrote in 2016, and it's about the financial behind the scenes of Dr. No. Squabbles over money, production delays, and the exchange of terse words. Spectre, the 24th James Bond film, or No Time to Die, the 25th. No, Dr. No, the first. In 2011, Film Finances Inc. Incorporated, which specializes in completion bonds that ensure movies get finished, published a bond for bond. The book presented the company's history with Dr. No, including reproducing memos and production budgets. For a fee, Film Finances, founded in 1950, guarantees completion of a movie, including providing contingency financing. With Dr. No, Film Finances ended up taking financial control of the film as principal photography ended and post-production began. That meant all expenditures from that point forward had to be approved by film finances. According to the book, written by Charles Drazen and reprinted in 2014, film finances had previously provided completion bonds to earlier movies produced separately by Albert R. Broccoli and Harry Saltzman. While the new partners had a distribution deal with United Artists, Film Finances would provide the completion bond for the first film bond. As Film Finances considered the project, executives were enthusiastic but had concerns. A December 16, 1961 memo analyzing the movie's budget questioned whether shooting schedule was too optimistic and whether director Terrence Young could meet it. John Croydon, a consultant for Film Finances, wrote, quote, I must confess to alarm at the combination of Broccoli, Saltzman, and Young in charge of the picture, especially as L.C. Rudkin, although a good production manager, is probably not the strongest controller of people of this type. Croydon wrote from firsthand experience. He had been associate producer on the 1960 Saltzman-produced film, The Entertainer. Dr. No had an initial budget of 317,399 pounds, almost $889,000 at the exchange rate at that time, later revised to 322,096 pounds, almost $901,800, with 23,199 pounds in contingency funds. Various crew members, including Young and production designer Ken Adam, wrote brief letters to Film Finances saying the budget was adequate for the movie. Harry Saltzman wrote a similar but more detailed letter. Young was slated to receive a fee of 15,000 pounds, about $42,000, but agreed to defer 10,000 pounds of it into an escrow account. This would cause tension later. The pre-production documents in a bond for bond show the distinguished British director of photography, Jeffrey Unsworth, worked on Dr. No for a day. On December 21st, 1961, Unsworth photographed screen tests of four actresses contending for the role of Miss Taro, including eventual winner Zena Marshall. In January 1962, principal photography on Dr. No began. Before it was over, executive film finances would make a move the company rarely made because of financial concerns. Thanks to Gary J. Fruta for loaning the blog his copy of A Bond for Bond. This is Bill Koenig with Spy Command, part two coming up soon. Take care.